Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back. Damien Watson with you here on this Tuesday night on SEN. If you want to text in at any time, you know the drill, 0433-981116. Well, the NBL fixture for the upcoming season was released earlier today with the schedule in terms of the start pushed back by a couple of weeks from the original beginning date to allow crowds to attend from the start of the season which is a good thing. Peter Hooley of Melbourne United fame and part of the team here at SEN joins us on the line to dissect the fixture. How are you, Pete? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, just firstly, how good is it going to be to have crowds back from game one as well? And I think it's a good move from the hierarchy to just delay the start by a couple of weeks to at least gain a greater chance of having crowds at the venues and just having that atmosphere because ultimately that's a major part, if not, really the only part of basketball which makes it as entertaining as it can possibly be at a maximum yeah i mean it's awesome it's just going to be such a great feeling for everybody i'm sure the players are going to enjoy being in front of the fans and the fans especially when you look at what victoria and new south wales have been through i think that's going to be they're two major uh basketball cities as well so to be able to have fans back it's almost like a little bit of a reward for them after all the the tough times they've been through, go back, support the team, go to a great sporting spectacle. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a really smart decision by everybody. And I know it's one that uh, it's taken a lot of time. And in the end, we're slowly getting there. We're nearly at that point. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully uh, no more hiccups coming into the season. Just in relation to the gap, the off-season gap, it's an interesting one because last year we obviously had a longer gap because of the whole COVID situation in 2020. It's a little bit different because of the late start to last season. It extended into the middle of the year virtually. Does it change the dynamics a little bit based on the changing calendar year to the off-season? Although I suppose players have had to be adaptable over the last couple of years and would pretty much be versatile in that situation. Yeah, I think players have become really good at that, especially over the last 18 months of really just, just doing what you have to do, just uh, playing with the cards you've been dealt. And a lot of people will understand that we're trying to get back into the normal way of the way the season will go. And that was always going to take a bit of time whenever the pandemic started to slow down or whenever time you get through the other side of the pandemic, we're still going to take some adjusting back to normality. And uh, I think it's really good as well with the delayed season start because a lot of players and teams aren't even fully together yet so they haven't even had enough of a real big pre-season uh i know a couple of guys who are in new south wales haven't been able to get to their teams obviously lots going on there until exemptions and all that so by delaying it a couple of extra weeks it's going to give teams a really good chance to have some hit outs in the pre-season and get ready to go and of course december 3rd will be the start of the season with the tasmanian jack jumpers ushering in a new era to the competition they're going to take on the adelaide 36s you just wonder how big that occasion is going to be because tasmania in general has often been discussed in sporting circles holistically have been somewhat starved of their own team i know they have their own cricket team in the big bash league but just how exciting is that going to be to open the season as well it's quite an occasion yeah, it's going to be awesome. I think everybody's excited. Even if you're not a Tassie fan, there's a little part of you there that's going to be really excited to see that place sold out. It's going to be just a really good atmosphere. Everybody's going to really get around and support them. And I'm sure the guys are going to be nervous when they step on the floor if the Jack Jump is the first time they'll ever be part of the league in a game. It's going to be uh, there's going to be a lot of emotions running wild for a lot of people, and, and including a lot of NBL people in the office. I think everybody's looking forward to, to seeing the Jack Jumbers hit the floor. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think it'll be a double header on that first night. Just a couple of days after that on December the 5th, Melbourne United are going to begin their championship defence against arch rival Sydney. Well, that's going to be magnificent. And you've got the NBL debut of Matthew Dillavadova as a subplot to that as well. We know about the rivalry. There's always been verbal between those two teams, even though they're in separate states and a lot's made about the rivalry between Melbourne United and South East Melbourne Phoenix. But uh, there's always... an Simmering tension, I guess, between Melbourne and Sydney in various circles. Uh, that's going to be fantastic as well. What can we expect there? And I, I guess hopefully a big crowd as well. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be huge. I love that we're tipping off with that kind of rivalry. And as you said, there's always the interstate, the, the throwdown, the Phoenix versus United. But the big city rivalries, I remember that was always yeah. big for, uh, for United. They always wanted to take down the Kings and the Kings want to get back on uh, Melbourne United with their success they've had recently. So that's going to be a great way to start. And I mean, the, the bragging rights is the Sydney Kings, they're trying to claim uh, Sydney as being a hoops capital of Australia. And I think Melbourne's not trying to give that up anytime <laughs> soon. That's always on the line in those games. Yeah, that's right. And it's always very parochial. And a team that garners a lot of interest, certainly in an insular way. And we probably, in the rest of the country, we overlook that because the Perth Wildcats, their membership base, it continues to skyrocket. They obviously have a big following. They're going to be in the second leg of that double header on the first night, I think, when they take on Brisbane. They host Brisbane to basically try and aim for a 36th straight final series campaign. It's quite unbelievable, isn't it? And you get the sense that's going to be rocking as well. Oh, it's going to be insane. I mean, you would think of success in any sporting code around Australia, New Zealand, any of that, the, the Perth Wildcats pop up straight away. They're just the epitome of success in everything they do. And I think they've still got a couple of spots left to fill on their roster. So they'll probably be happy the season's been delayed a little bit to get the right piece to fit their puzzle. And Vic Law played with the Bullets last year in Port. He's now with the Wildcats. So that's going to be awesome because the Red Army's going to love having him on their side. And that's going to have some fireworks in it as well. Peter Hooley joining us on the line with the release of the NBL fixture. Just on that point, you make a salient point as well about the delay to the original start of the season or the original date to start the season. If you're a player, I suppose it depends on the individual circumstance. Some would probably be itching to absolutely get out there on the court, but there are others who would appreciate the extra couple of weeks. Just from your reading, what do you think the majority would fall into in terms of those two camps? Well, I think the majority will be really happy with the delay, one for the fans, obviously, but just for their own game and the team. As I said, mm. I think the Jack Jumpers, there might only be a couple of other teams. I know the Breakers are in a different situation who have really been together for the last few weeks. And otherwise, a lot of teams haven't even practiced together. And as itchy as you would be to get on the court, you don't really want to go in your first hit out without any sort of chemistry starting to build at least. So I think for the majority of it, most players will be really happy with that decision to be able to really get on the floor all together, have a lot of good hit-outs in practice, get the preseason games in, and then when you start to hit the floor running, you don't look back. Now, just from a Brian Gorgian point of view, he obviously captured a lot of fondness. I mean, he has for so many years, hasn't he? He's a name synonymous with Australian basketball in a way, but obviously leading the Boomers to a bronze medal at the Tokyo Olympic Games. Uh, there's obviously going to be that public sentiment behind him. Do you think he could take the Hawks to a championship in some ways? They're going to take on South East Melbourne Phoenix on December the 4th as their first fixture. 
Yeah, looking forward to seeing the Hawks can dish up as well. I think it's a really wide-open year, probably the most wide-open year of the NBA we've had in some time. Uh, a lot of teams are going to be flying out for those final spots. And uh, the Hawks, I thought that on paper, they're going to look really tough. Obviously, Travis Trice, they had to part ways with him recently, which I think hurts them a little bit in terms of what he could have brought to the team. But from all reports, Brian Gorgian and the Hawks organization are planning to get a nice little piece to, to fill that last import guard spot, which will really make them a, a, a tough sell throughout the, throughout the year. Speaking with Peter Hooley on the line with the NBL fixture released recently within the last 24 hours. Just on round two, that's going to be just as big, if not bigger, than the opening round because you've got a lot of the rivalries. Obviously, the throwdown between the South East Melbourne Phoenix and Melbourne United. There's the freeway series between Sydney, obviously the Kings and the Illawarra Hawks. So that obviously garners a bit of rivalry as well. And the traditional foes, Adelaide and Perth, to clash as well. So you could probably make the argument round two is even more salivating, Pete. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be exciting. Uh, they've got the, the this kind of split into little conferences to start the season, obviously with the border restrictions still in place to be able to get places. So yeah. we're going to see a lot of heated rivalries early, which is what everybody wants to see. When you've been waiting a long time, you may as well just go straight into it with a bang, get everybody excited. And I think you see a lot of teams, the Phoenix, they're going to want to take down Melbourne United as, as soon as they can and as often as they can. And that's going to be the same with the Hawks going in against the Kings as well. And just even looking on towards the latter part of the fixture compared to the opening couple of weeks, you go to Boxing Day, Sydney, Brisbane and Tasmania are going to host games as well, which I think is a good thing given, you know, you've got the Ashes cricket test on at the same time in Melbourne, so you give a fair amount of clout to the local spectators in Sydney, Brisbane and Tasmania. They have a major event to go to. And same with New Year's Eve, you've got Illawarra and Cairns hosting games as well. And for sides in those regional areas like Illawarra and like Cairns, I mean, you'd suspect the locals would get around it because New Year's Eve they have a marquee slot to themselves and it's something the locals can get behind. Yeah, that's always been enjoyable. I remember when I was playing the New Year's Eve games always enjoyable. Just the timing of it for where they are played is it's good for that exact reason. Fans get around it and then obviously do things after for the New Year's but it's just a good way to, to start your celebration of the New Year and I love the Boxing Day um, what's happening in this season because normally we see it with the open air game in, in Melbourne and uh, with the game... Uh, Boxing Day falling on a Sunday, sorry, that's going to allow the three games, which is what's every Sunday this season, and it's going to be a really good time for people watching a bit of the cricket. You flick over, you start watching the basketball, yeah. and then the cricket will still be on in between the games, so it's going to be a really good day, that one. Yeah, and absolutely. And you've got the third annual Indigenous round to look forward to as well. The dates and the details are still to be confirmed, but I think that's a good thing also because that's been highly publicised. It increases in terms of awareness of, of making sure we mark Indigenous peoples and, and those that have obviously served the game of basketball in this country as well. I know Paddy Mills has brought a lot of attention to it. So do you think that's something that will continue to grow and we'll see further marquee games? Oh, 100%. That is a really special round. I think everybody looks forward to that. They mark that on their calendars. And just the unique stories behind all the designs of the jerseys is something that I think everybody really appreciates. And even if you're not a fan of a certain team, just the story behind those jerseys, I think every single one looked phenomenal last year, and I'm sure they're going to look even better this year. Yeah, absolutely. Just before I let you go, Peace, if there's one fixture you're looking forward to, I know it's hard to nail it down to one. Which one would it be? Would it be the season opener? That, to me, to be honest, that's the one I'm looking forward to because I love seeing new teams come into the competition. I'm intrigued to see how the Tasmanian public will get behind the Jack Jumpers. What about you? 
Yeah, I think that's, it's going to be hard to go past that one just because the, the revamp Derwin Entertainment Centre, I've played down there a couple of times, how that's going to be, and just the fans, the, the show they're going to put on, it's going to be a spectacle to be able to go down to Tassie and, and see those games. And it's going to be a little destination for people when they can holiday. I know a lot of people like to get down to Tassie, do their thing, and if there's a basketball game on, people are going to want to go and see that. And uh, from all reports, they're going to put on some sort of show, not just on the court, but off the court as well. So that's going to be a hard one to miss. Well, Pete, really appreciate your time. Thanks again. We look forward to the season opener, don't we? No worries. Looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.